Hi, everyone. I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN correspondent in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, June 1st. Frustration is building across the country over law enforcement's response to the school shooting in Uvalde last week. Plus, lawmakers in Texas and on Capitol Hill seem to be making progress on potential legislative responses. 19 children and two teachers are dead as a result of last week's shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. The Justice Department, state and federal lawmakers, and the Texas Department of Public Safety all want answers from the school law enforcement on how this was able to happen. And the person facing the most heat is the school district police chief, Pete Arredondo. State officials say he was the one who made what they're calling the wrong decision, to not immediately send officers inside the classroom where the gunman was shooting. The DPS in Texas, the agency that oversees statewide law enforcement, they told CNN yesterday that Arredondo was not cooperating with the investigation. CNN's Shimon Prokopez caught up with Chief Arredondo this morning in Uvalde trying to get some answers from him. Just so everybody knows, we've been in contact with DPS every day, just so you all know. They say say that you're not cooperating. I've, I've been on the phone with them every day. CNN also tried to talk to a spokesperson for the Uvalde School District this morning for more answers, too, and journalists were met with threats of arrest for allegedly trespassing on private school district property. But no one is probably feeling the pain and frustration more than the victims' families and the community of Uvalde. The pain they feel is obvious. Funerals and memorials are being held all week for the deceased. Here was a parent of a 10-year-old girl who died in the shooting speaking to CNN before his daughter's funeral on Monday. She was the perfect daughter to me. No matter who is held responsible, it's it's not going to bring my daughter back, right? But somehow, some way, someone needs to answer for you know what was what was done. There is enormous frustration within the community and really across the country because as the days go on, we're learning the public appears to have been misled or even worse, being straight up lied to by Texas officials about what actually happened that day. From how long it actually took for law enforcement to confront the shooter, which was over an hour, to whether or not the shooter was wearing body armor, to how the shooter got in the school, which we now know from officials was through an unlocked door, not through a door that was left propped open by a teacher earlier that day. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott has called a special legislative session in the wake of the school shooting. In his letter requesting the special session, Abbott said political leaders, quote, must come together at this time to provide solutions to protect all Texans. Abbott specifically called for discussion on school safety, police training, and firearm safety, among other topics. And as my colleague David Chalian talked about on this podcast right after the shooting, that's a big change from how Republican leaders like Mitch McConnell were reacting immediately after Uvalde, where they were focused more on offering condolences than discussing actual solutions. But some critics say it won't be enough, like the Texas State Teachers Association. The group said in a statement today following the governor's special session announcement that what really needs to get done to prevent mass shootings in schools is gun reform. Here is Abbott speaking at a press conference Friday. There will be uh, proposals that will be uh, derived, uh, many of which will lead to laws that will be passed in the state of Texas. Because let me make one thing perfectly clear. The status quo is unacceptable. This crime is unacceptable. We're not going to be here and talking about it and, and do nothing about it. We, we will be looking for the best laws that we can get passed to make our communities and schools safer. 
It comes after repeated calls for a special session, including from State Senator Roland Gutierrez, who represents Uvalde. Gutierrez has tried to make gun control proposals in the past, but they've never made it past committee. Here he is speaking to CNN on Sunday. Well, this is the first time ever I've seen Republicans calling for a special session, the first time ever. Those are the kinds of things that make sense. Red flag laws, waiting periods, uh, making sure that we have a more significant and robust background check. Now, on Capitol Hill, we are seeing some potential movement on gun reform. And it seems like lawmakers are closer to getting something done than ever before. The House Judiciary Committee is set to vote on Thursday on a gun safety reform package called the Protecting Our Kids Act. The package is going to include things like raising the age of when you can buy a weapon like an AR-15 from 18 to 21 nationally. Remember, the Uvalde shooter bought two guns right after his 18th birthday. And the House has passed tons of bills on gun reform in the past. It's the Senate that's blocked them from ever getting actually through. Now, that might change with what we're seeing lately. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell tapped Republican Senator John Cornyn from Texas to engage in bipartisan talks on gun reform. McConnell and Cornyn are the two Republicans President Biden named as being, quote, rational on Monday when it comes to recognizing something needs to be done on gun violence. Here was Democratic Congresswoman Veronica Escobar of Texas yesterday talking about how much faith she has in the Senate to act. I am going to be optimistic. I'm going to say to Senator Cornyn, we need you to act quickly. We need you to act with the urgency that these families feel. We need the Senate to act with the same kind of urgency that the House is acting on. A small group of Republican and Democratic senators and their staff spoke virtually yesterday. The call included GOP Senators Tom Tillis of North Carolina and John Cornyn of Texas, along with the Democratic Senators Chris Murphy of Connecticut and Kirsten Sinema of Arizona. Now, an aide wouldn't say exactly what the senators talked about, but said that discussions of possible gun measures still include red flag laws and mental health, among other topics. Cornyn said Monday before the meeting that mental health treatment and diagnosis and background checks are some of the areas the group is looking at. And there's also a larger group of senators who are speaking virtually today. McConnell, he said today that he's encouraged by the progress that's been made so far. Here's how he sees things as recorded by WLEX in Kentucky. We have a Second Amendment to the Constitution. We take it seriously. What I've done is encourage some bipartisan discussions that are going on in fact, I just had a, a call with one of the members of it to see if we can find a way forward consistent with the Second Amendment that targets the problem. McConnell followed up by saying he thought legislation should focus on mental illness and school safety. Of course, that's a far cry from the curve on guns that Democrats are looking for. But there is some optimism from aides on both sides of the aisle. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.